Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome back to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats in the studio, all alone for the third straight week. I am your host, Adam, and uh, well, for the third straight week, I'm joined uh, on the on the phone by our your favorite co-hoster, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. How goes it, bud? Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, you're right. Third straight week uh, doing this thing uh, virtually. Um, but uh, you will you, you heard it here first. This will be the last oh. virtual uh, virtual um, uh, podcast. We will we will be back in the studio next uh, next week. Uh, my uh, hashtag insider. My epidemiology senses senses are telling me that this uh, stupid goddamn circuit breaker is going to be <laughs> over on Friday. Oh well, I do appreciate that uh, because I miss you, bro. Like I miss having you yeah. in the studio. I know our fans miss our pretty faces, um, especially because they don't always get to see them without masks. Uh, That's right. Other than on YouTube yeah. when we're at the games, but uh, I'm I'm. You're not generally wrong with your uh, with the, when your senses are tingling, so hopefully this no, is I, just another one in I the mean, long it, line. Yeah, the the case counts are going down. Um, you know, in some cases the recoveries are three, four times what the yeah. new number of cases are. Um, so yeah, we're definitely trending in the right direction. Uh, you know, still unfortunately losing uh, some people to to COVID, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's that's kind of the whole thing that sucks about it. It's uh, there's good news about, you know, it's uh, it's nice when you have more recoveries and new cases, but anytime there's a death, it's uh, it's one of those, every death is, is preventable. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, it sucks. And, uh, but no, I think we'll be back in the, I, I have a good, uh, a good feeling. A good we'll feeling. Be, uh, I'll be sitting right next to you next, uh, next week. That's exactly what I want to hear. And like I said, you're not generally wrong when the old spidey senses are tingling. So uh, let's get into our mass Singer updates where, again, you're now two of the five that we've had announced. Group A was last week. We found out who the hamster was, and we had a new wild card in the Jester Joker. Uh, wild card, wa- the wild card hamster was Rob Schneider. Um, mm-hmm. You know, We were both in that New York vibe. I started out with friends, but I thought it could be Saturday Night Live. You had said Rob Schneider, but you weren't actually sure because he had shared some questionable COVID information. So it, I guess it was a little yeah. bit of a surprise. Yeah, um, he's been. Uh, there's been some stuff he's been putting on Twitter about you know uh, vaccines and and conspiracies and yeah. uh, you know you just uh, you don't know you don't know if it's a good fit to bring him on a show like that, given that you know there actually is a live audience, but. Um, they did. Um, so yeah, I was, um, that was, that was kind of a, an easier one for me. Uh, I, I just the clue about, you know, being around the same people all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, they just, uh, it, S- it only made sense. SNL or the Adam Sandler movies, right? Like yeah. It, it just continued. Exactly. Um, so skunk, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to keep, keep it on. I'm going to keep sticking with Brandy. Um, you know, I, She's got the new show Queen or Queens mm-hmm. or Queen. Um, so that could be, you know, maybe as you know, you kind of promote stuff. And so I'm, I'm going to stick with Skunk uh, as Brandy. I don't know if you're sticking there. Yeah, I'm uh, st- I'm staying with Faith yeah, Evans for this yeah. one. 
Um, the bull, I'm going to take the guess straight from Ken Jong. I think it was, uh, Tay Diggs. Because uh, I, <laughs> week after week, man, his, his clues continue to stump me. So I, I think yeah. I'm going to steal the the answer and uh, I go with Tay Diggs. Yeah, I still don't know. Um, for some reason, I still had my CM Punk guess written down on my phone. So yeah. that's clearly not CM Punk. Um, I have no idea. Um, I'm getting some kind of some LGBTQ vibes. Right. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, We'll see. I But I have no idea who this is. Uh, I'm stumped. Yeah, no, it's really starting to annoy me too. Because like usually by week three, week four, you can kind of gauge on who they are and you kind of put some plans together but the the bull continues to uh to frustrate me wildcast or wildcast wildcard pepper (laughs) last week um i'm gonna i'm gonna flip from the the answer i have that i can't even remember who it was um i'm gonna go with kesha Um, okay there is the tiktok vibes there was a lot of like she kind of blew up overnight uh with her song tiktok um so i think that the TikTok isn't generally the actual app. I, th- I think I'm going to lean more to the Kesha overcoming a lot of things. She's had a lot of spicy takes. Um, so yeah, my, my vote uh, for, for the, the pepper is, is Kesha. God, I'm sticking with uh, Natasha Bedingfield on this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't, um, I, I'm still picking up the, the uh, British accent. Um, you know, the whole, TikTok thing from a few weeks ago. It's it's, I'm just gravitating towards uh, towards her. Which, I mean, when you said it, when we were messaging back and forth, when we were watching it, um, when you said it, I, I kind of I put it in my ears because I've heard her sing before, and then I was like, that makes a lot of sense. But with the uh, the clues last week, there was a lot of gold trophies, and you know, her song just kind of blew up. Uh, so either way, it's 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 a singer. We know that for sure. Like it's someone who can actually sing, which speaking of someone who can't sing, uh, the Joker jester, whatever you want to call it. Uh, (laughs) I didn't get a lot of clues, but, um, I know the panel was saying D Snyder, uh, from, um, twisted sister, but I I don't think it's a singer. I think it's a a comedian. So I'm, I've got a couple things, two guys named Jack come to mind, a Jack black. Yeah. Or a Jack Osborne, um, Ozzy Osborne's son. So because um, Kelly Osborne was on, sing. right? What's that? Kelly Osborne was on the show, right? She was. She was yeah, season like she was. one. She was the butterfly or the spider, or something like that. One, one of them. But yeah, uh, so that's kind of where I'm. I don't know. Just um, Jack Black, just because of the whole, you know, can't sing, but entertainer vibes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but same thing i've I've never heard jack jack osborne i I don't know if he can sing but i just know he's kind of you know out there in terms of uh a nut a complete nutcase (laughs) um so i'm just those are my you know it's uh just just two guesses it's tough to come to a um really a cons- uh, a definite answer when yeah, it's yeah. Um, when it's week one you know, when it's week one when you've only heard him sing once so um yeah i'm going with jack black or, or jack uh, jack osborne here it's funny like what you're saying before we got before we jumped on here to start recording i mean it feels like there's a lot more wild cards um for group a i think group b's only had the caterpillar 
Um, Queen of Hearts was Mallard, Octopus. Yeah, I think the the Group B's only had one, so it seems like all these extra wild cards are in in Group A. So, um, I think we get back to Group B. I think this is the final. I think there was one more elimination in Group A. Eventually, I think they get down to fight uh, going against each other um, in this to find out who the mass. Like Group A will have a finale, and Group B will have a finale, and then those two winners will face off. So um, don't forget, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Monkton Wildcast, Instagram, Wildcast Podcast, on the TikTok that we just mentioned a little while ago as well. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube when we get back there. Uh, Kelly Osborne was the ladybug. The ladybug. Okay. Yeah, I had to go back. Yeah. I had to go find it. But uh, all right. So quick question. Halloween's this weekend. It's a pretty easy one. <laughs> What's your favorite Halloween candy? And what's the worst oh Halloween God. candy? Candy. So it's, it's pretty easy for me. Yeah, for me, I'm not a big Halloween candy guy. What? Um, really? But if you get like chocolate bars, are just kind of my thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what the hell is my dog doing, anyways? <laughs> um, sorry. It's Wants just, to be on uh, the show. Yeah, he does. Um, Crispy Crunch uh, are kind of like my. I, I've never okay. purchased a full-size Krispy Crunch, but just those miniature Halloween candy Krispy Crunches are just yeah. like, you know, they're, they're perfect. But, like, yeah, any any miniature chocolate bar, those are my go-tos. Um, I don't like the Rockets. Oh, um, really? I, I hate Rockets. Oh, man. The um, little toffee candies I don't like. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm just a chocolate bar kind of guy. Reese's peanut butter cups, you know. Yeah, Reese. Yeah, for me, I'm very much a chocolate bar guy. If you if you listen to, I don't know, one of the episodes in season three, I believe, when we talked about the new arena, they took away the chocolate bars. Really annoyed me because sometimes I don't want pretzel. I just want a chocolate bar. Uh, so Reese's for me is a big one. Uh, Rockets would be my non-chocolate candy. Love Rockets. Can eat. I could eat a bag. I eat them by the bag full. Uh, candy corn sucks. Candy corn has to be the worst, uh, oh, the worst yeah. candy for me, and yeah. uh, chocolate covered styrofoam, or as people call it, crunchy, the crunchy chocolate bar. It's just, it's I don't, oh, yes. yeah, it looks yeah. like styrofoam covered in chocolate. Um, yeah. that would be my that would be my worst. Ah, uh, part two. Are you a fan of horror movies? Are you a scary movie guy? Uh, no. Okay, no, good. We agree no, on that. Even. I think the no, only scary um, movie I've seen, like I, I saw Scream. Like I saw that Scream franchise, and uh, I think I've seen one of the Halloweens of the 35 they've made, and uh, The Ring. That's about it. So for me, I can't, I cannot do horror movies. Um, I actually got scared watching Scary Movie, which is like a parody, <laughs> right? Yeah. So no, I, I don't, I don't do scary movies at all. No. I. <laughs> no, just so the wife is watching this lock and key show on Netflix. Okay. And it's got this, I, I it's this eerie, these eerie sounds like during some of the episodes and it just kind of makes my, makes the hair on my, on my, on my arms just yeah. pop up. Um, so I can't even, even if I hear, if I, if I hear a scary movie playing in the background, I have to walk out of the room. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't do it. So are you a fan of Halloween then in general? Like the... uh, not my favorite. Yeah, no. okay. Um, 
no, some of these, uh, can we just become oh, best friends? <laughs> yep. I, I can't, I can't some stand of these houses that I go to, you yeah. know, during the course of my, of my work, you know, it's, they're just so decorated in yeah. Halloween and walking up to these front steps. It just, it, <laughs> it, it scares the crap out of me. Like there was a driveway yesterday and it had like a, a skeleton that was hanging down the middle of the driveway and I wasn't paying attention. I walked right into it and I almost <laughs> crapped myself. Uh, it was just, I did not, I didn't see it. And it was just hanging down the middle yeah. of the driveway and I banged my head into it. That's and how they get I you. I swear to God, I almost dropped. Like <laughs> it was bad. Almost got a stick tap for the paramedics that helped you, uh, oh, helped, helped revive you. No, I've never been a Halloween fan. Uh, I never, I don't like to be scared. I, I don't like scary. Like I won't go to the pumpkin patch at the green or the patch at the, the green pig market. I don't do right. horror, haunted houses, um, scary movies. I don't even like Halloween really. Uh, you know, you do it as a kid, but I never enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I did it for my daughter growing up and I'm, I'm sure you do. Um, uh, but yeah, no, Halloween is not my favorite, uh, of holidays out there. Uh, is what is Avery going as before we move on? Or does she even know yet? With four days left, five days left, there is some sort of a costume in her hanging <laughs> in her closet. I don't know what it is. It's like a princess or something like that. All right, some sort of a princess, but I have no idea. Well, I guess I'll find out on Sunday when you uh, when you bring her over for some chocolate, eh? That's right. When you always empty your uh, <laughs> yeah. the rest of your candy into my daughter's bag, yeah. And then, you know. No. Yeah, last last year for those, Jeremy brought uh, Avery over, and I'm like, yeah, here's two, three handfuls. And I was like, what are you doing? We have more kids. And I'm like, we don't know how many we've had. I think by the time Avery got there, we'd had like three in like an hour and a half. So I'm like, we don't yeah. know how many kids we got. Whatever. Yeah. Give them all the chocolate. And then we almost ran out of candy near the end there. So, <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's get the news and notes from around the queue. News and notes from around the queue. All right, this isn't going to be a uh, a long segment. Be pretty quick here. Um, the QMJHL team of the week. No Wildcats again. Get closer. Uh, Patrick Gay of the Islanders. Three games, six goals. Uh, William Vinette or Vayette. Three games, five points, two goals, three assists. William DeFore for the Sea Dogs. Four goals, three assists in three games. The defenseman Evgeny Kazneskov, uh, Govgatno, two games, three goals, one assist. Luca Cormier from the Islanders, three games, four goals, four assists. We might want to stop the. We might want to pay attention to those guys uh, coming into this next week. And the goaltender who we saw here on Sunday, Samuel Richard of the Huskies, two and zero with a nine six six goals save percentage and a .96 save percentage. The other news, um, obviously, it's not. Q related per se, but there's a, a lot of former Q players that play in the uh, MHL. And by now, everyone's heard there was an accident involving the Miramichi Timberwolves. The league put out a statement on Sunday evening. A bus carrying players and staff of the Timberwolves was involved in a fatal accident Sunday afternoon in Astle, New Brunswick, while the team was on the way to play in Fredericton. Um, those in the bus sustained limited injuries, and grief counselors were brought in. Obviously, you know, our thoughts are with everyone. This is a this is something you never want to see, whether it's uh, hockey, families going anywhere. Um, you know, we had that the Humboldt's crash, so it kind of hits home almost four years later. So 
obviously um hopefully everyone on the from the from the hockey side is is okay as best they can but uh obviously that's something you never want to read about on a, on a sunday evening especially when your kids are playing in these in these leagues yeah for sure i mean it's um i i first saw i think fredericton had posted something on their facebook page about you know how the game was canceled because of a an incident with the with the Miramichi bus and you know it's your your first instinct is that well you know maybe they're just maybe their bus broke down or something like that yeah. um, but then you start hearing things uh, and then you start reading things and uh, you know it starts to you, you start to put two and two together uh, and you start to realize okay well they were actually involved in this accident so um, yeah you know unfortunately there there was a death which is you know um you hate to you hate to read about that um because it did you know it definitely could have been uh, a lot worse and uh you know so that's it was it was a tragedy but uh i think um you know it was uh, a bigger a bigger tragedy was was uh you know you avoided a bigger tragedy yeah everyone was saying that you know the bus driver um you know did everything he possibly could have done to avoid hitting this car so uh you know he was um his instincts came into play there but uh, unfortunately he still kind of uh, you know ended up the way it did for sure and it's you know it's a parent's worst nightmare um these kids travel these roads uh every winter um so you never want to hear anything like that and, and in the family with the car i mean you never think anything's going to happen when you get in a car so obviously we extend our thoughts to anyone out there who uh who needs it and uh we'll uh we'll try and move on here weekly rewind all right well we can basically play last week's uh weekly rewind segment this week just change the team names around uh the wildcats got a split got three points in the three out of four points in the two games they're now 4-3-0-1 for nine points, last in the Maritimes division, only by one point. And uh, like I said, I mean, it was literally a carbon copy of last weekend, which, you know, we kind of joked about it. It absolutely could be. The Wildcats on Saturday got a victory 4-3 over the Sea Dogs. Uh, 42 performance by Tomas Couture. And we finally got to see the Wildcats with a lead. I mean, against someone other than Cape Breton. Oh, looks like someone's bringing up the highlights. <laughs> looks like someone's bringing up the highlights. Uh, finally got to see the Wildcats hold on to a three, you know, hold on to a lead against someone other than Cape Breton. Um, where do you want to go with this one? Um, you know, I got I got thoughts on something that happened late in the game that we can't have, but we can take the positives out of this one. They look good, and it you know when they when they're rested, they they can look good. Uh, yep, uh, I know exactly where you're going with the uh, what you want to talk about towards yep. the uh, end of the game, yep. and I think we can. Um, we'll go the positives first. <laughs> uh, I think we'll have the same uh, the same opinion on that. Yep. Um, look, it's always it's always good to beat St. John. Uh, you know, it's anytime you can beat the Memorial Cup hosts, um, it's uh, it's a good feeling, uh, and um, you know they've. This is one of those games, you know, where. Uh, St. John's not getting off to a good start, but they're still, they're going to be a good team. Uh, they're just, you know, they're, 
they're waiting on a on a piece to get back, and they'll probably uh, be quite active at the at the trade deadline. So, right. Um, these are games where, you know, if you want to finish higher in the standings than a lot of people predicted you just to, to finish, these are the games you're going to want to win. Um, you want to win the games that uh, you you should win, and you should be. You'll, you're you're also going to have to win some games that you shouldn't technically win um against against better teams and this is a perfect scenario um so this is uh this is a good step and uh yeah the you you can go right into where you're you can say what you want to say uh maybe lead into you know how this game was almost blown by the wildcats yeah Yeah. Uh, but uh yeah i I think i've you're going to echo the sentiment I've got here in a minute. Just, you know, it was a game that they have to, that they, uh, that they won because they. Goaltending. Well, evidently they're the best team and that's, that's, yeah. that's how you win games is just being, just, just being the best team out there. Yeah. They, uh, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta, a goalie's got to steal one every now and again, especially against a team like St. John. And like you said, they're going to get their wins after the deadline if Francis comes back. Um, it's going to happen, but you have to take the wins when you can get them. And, you know, you, you take the two points, you put it in the bucket, you put it in wherever they put it. Um, you put it in the tank because these two points could be crucial to a certain seed, just like, you know, we talked about last week. So they're up 3-1. Um, St. John gets back in it. It's now 3-2. They cut the lead in half, halfway through the third. Uh, Miles Mueller gets his first in the queue. It's 4-2. Four minutes left. There's no... You know St. John's going to come hard. You know they're going to continue to push. Uh, and they did 18 shots in the third period. And they're already down on a, on a penalty uh, as uh, Jacob Stewart gets the boarding call. That one's just ending. Frankie I sends it, take a, takes a cross-checking penalty with a minute and a half left. So now it's going to be a six on three for a little while. What happens? Well, William DeFore adds another one. And so now you're still on the box because of the, the, uh, the ISN's a cross checking penalty on a play that just doesn't need to happen. And, and we've talked about, you know, my quote unquote hot take was ISN's was going to lead this team in penalty minutes. And he's a young kid. He's shown he doesn't need. He's not going to back down from anyone. He's kind of full of piss and vinegar. And I, res- I, I, I get it. I respect it. But there's just times you have to pick your spots, and and that's going to come from a young defenseman learning. But six on three, you're still in the box. Now it's a six on four, and St. John's within one. At four two, that game is over. Um, they had a lot of chances near the end. You can't take that penalty, and I I said to you with DeGrossier, hashtag Sammy Longname coming back. Um, a, I thought he helped on the power play, made him, you know, gave that defense a little jolt they needed, but he also allowed guys to play where they needed to play. I was really surprised, and I think it had more to do with Pavin's uh, upper body injury, that Ayasenza was in the lineup Sunday. For me... Taking that cross-checking penalty with about a minute and a half left when you're already down five on three uh, to make it a six on three, you can't have that type of penalty. And I thought that was a time Sunday, sit him down, let him watch the game. You got your your top defenseman back. 
Darcy gets in as a defenseman, and again, I think Pavin being out had a little bit to do with this. But, you know, like you're going to echo here in a minute, that's a play he just can't make. There's times to be aggressive like that, and I, I just I was surprised Iacenza was in the lineup Sunday. It was a really stupid penalty. Um, I think we've mentioned his name before about, uh, you know, being a player that uh, kind of crosses the... Uh, he plays the line. Know, he, he plays on the edge, yep. uh, but uh, seems to go over the, the edge a lot more than um, than he should. Mm-hmm. But it does come with age. Yep. Um, and I'm not ready to... You know, I'm not ready to cut ties with this kid. Like he's, no. you know, he's going to be one of those defensemen that teams are going to hate playing against. Uh, and for that reason, you, you know, you want to, you're going to want to hang on to him. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he probably will ha- lead the team in penalty minutes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you what? know, it's, um, I just think, he, yeah, maybe he does need to kind of watch a game. Uh, from from the from the press box and and see you know see if it kind of clears his clears his head a little bit. But he's always been this kind of player. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he he was, he was that player yeah. last year, and I I love him for it. He sticks up for teammates. He doesn't take any crap. And when he's 19, 18, 19, 20, you're right. Teams are not going to want to play you against him. But I think just in that moment, when you don't when Sammy Longname was out, he had to play. Now, I think the injury to Pavan had something to do with this, but this is a time where you can just kind of maybe give him a game off. You know, that 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 mistake was almost enough. Give him a night off, and he'll rebound. He, and he played he played well Sunday. For sure, yeah, he got a talking to. He did probably he probably did get a talking to, and I think that's kind of what uh, what kept him in the lineup. Yep. Um. He's probably going to take another one of these penalties this year. I would be surprised if he takes two of them. Um, but you know, if you're going to do that, make sure you're not down by two against a, uh, you know, a, a perennial contender. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, no, honestly, he's he's going to play like this. This is his style of game. Um, you know, when he was in midget, I was told that, you know, his even his teammates hated going to practice because he was the toughest kid. Like he would even take shit out on his, on his, on his teammates in practice. So um, he's going to be a very, uh, he's going to be one of those defensemen that you hate, you hate playing against in a couple of years. And I'm, I'm excited to, to see that. Yep. 98% of the games we play, we're going to love having ISNs in the lineup. We're going to have these 2% plays where maybe you shouldn't have done that. And, uh, but that, that'll come with age and, you know, he bounced back Sunday, which, Thankfully, the team bounced back Sunday because this was going to be a very different uh, Wildcats rewind. Um, had this team gone uh, 0-2 on Sunday afternoons and back-to-back and not scoring a goal on home ice. Uh, they played, I would probably give them 12 minutes of the 60. Uh, it was the final 12. Uh, no, it was a few minutes in the first period and then the final seven minutes. Uh, they fought back. Alexi Daniel, Jake Stewart. Um, tying the game, just couldn't get it in, in the overtime. Uh, before we get into Moncton, just your, your thoughts on, on, uh, Ren Aranda. Uh, as I said last week, they were, their family and friends were well-traveled. Yeah. Um, you know, um, watching that game and, you know, watching the game in Bathurst and they were, 
literally louder than some of the Bathurst than the Bathurst <laughs> fans. So, um, well, Layla actually when tried. when they scored, Layla thought we yeah. scored because she was yeah she was she was doing something on her phone answering a question or something and she's like whoa oh wait Ren Aranda scored why that why yeah. was that so loud and I you know I told her like they had four hometown New Brunswick kids so she's like that was loud like we were drowned out when when they got oh, that first had, one like it was loud they got four New Brunswickers and they also yeah. got like a player from PEI they got a couple yeah. guys from Nova Scotia you know they, yeah. they it's like literally the maritime team out there yeah um and it's um you saw their coach Brad Yetman put up a picture after the game on Twitter and there's like probably a good hundred of them you know outside in the back of the Avenir Center yeah. when you know talking to talking to the players Friends so yeah they're well traveled I mean probably the first time you know a lot of these players actually the the, the first time yeah. a lot of their maritime players played in front of their families so that was good um that game was frustrating to watch um you know their Bruno's goalie's good but you know he was uh he had something like a he had two straight shutouts going into that game and you know it was five minutes away from getting a third straight shutout um i was watching that game and with about 10 minutes left in the game i'm sitting at home and i'm like how am i going to word this on the podcast (laughs) yeah and i said i was thinking look they didn't score at home last weekend they're not they haven't scored at home today yeah if it wasn't for that last five minutes i was going to come on this show and say I've scored more at home in the past two <laughs> weeks in the Wildcat Bob. Uh, so, but alas, they uh, they got two and yeah, they got their they they've got two. So no, I can no longer make that joke. Uh, but just thought I was going to bring it up anyways. Um, but there's something wrong here, and they need to figure it out because uh, it's a, you know I've uh, I've started to forget what their goal sound uh, sounds like. Yeah, no, as you're. It was going to be a very different post-game show. It was going to be a very different, uh, very different podcast had they not uh, at least got back into this thing. Um, the power play looked better. I, I mean, we saw Sammy Longname play his first game in St. John, play his second, play his, make his home debut. Um, he was on that first power play with Labelle Loshing. Um, oh, and now I forget who. Oh, hang on, I have it here. Power of technology, I have it here somewhere. Game notes. Uh, Loshing, Daniel, Kalmakoff, and and LaBelle on that first power play. That power play actually didn't look too bad. They kind of started to get it figured out. They had a little bit of uh, the power play zone time, but you can see teams are starting to figure out Moncton. If you get to them quickly, they you can, you can frustrate them. Um, and... You know the second power play unit, not great, but it's it's going to be tested this week uh, because they got three and three. And like Dan said, I mean they had a little bit more jump uh, as the game went on, but they got to figure out how to get their how to get this thing going f- from the start of the game. You can't, especially against Halifax, especially against uh, the Islanders this weekend. Um, you can't afford to have. 45 minutes of a 60 minute game where you're just kind of trying to figure things out because the Islanders might get 10 if we play like we did in the last two home games against, uh, I mean, they put seven up on Cape Breton. They put seven up on Valdor. I mean, Sunday night on the third of three, if you're not even remotely ready to go, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly quick. You're right. 
Um, but I think it's it's one of those games where, you know, same thing with Runaranda. You know, they were on the third of three, and it was just a matter of you know empty empty the tank. Yeah. Uh, you've got you know you've got an eighteen hour bus ride after this game. You can sleep the entire bus ride, empty the tank. Uh, you know, it's like you probably get back. In Runaranda's case, you know that game ended at seven o'clock. Uh, eighteen hour bus ride. They're probably not home until you know, middle of the afternoon the next day. Uh, I doubt they had practice today. I did. I, I, they probably, they'll probably be on the ice tomorrow. So it's one of those things where, you know, you go, the Wildcats are going into a three and three against, uh, you know, especially ending with Charlottetown. Yeah. Um, just empty the tank and maybe the coach gives them Monday and Tuesday off of, of, of next week. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't looked at the schedule for what next week looks like. If there's any midweek games or anything like that, but you uh, know, no, we go Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then, oh yeah, we got Baycomo in Bay. Then we got the three and four uh, Baycomo, Shakutami, Victoriaville. So we're gonna we're okay. gonna find out a lot about this team in two weeks because I mean they got the three and three, they got the two road games, and it squeezed in with a home game there. So there's no overnight trips. They're better on the road this season. I think they're three and what are they on on the road? Three and one at least. So um, Charlottetown has three and three as well. So that Sunday, that Saturday evening game, both teams are in a three and three. But this is a three game squeezed together. The next one, this team hasn't been on a road trip since in five hundred and some days. Like when has this team been on an overnight road trip? So you know. Yeah. Not so much this week. We're gonna we're gonna find out about this team going three and three. But coming on to next week's show, we're really gonna find out what this team is like on their first road trip because this is either gonna this this could be a, a small turning point to this this season. Yeah, and it's uh I mean I maybe what they need is one of those road trips, you know, like a bonding exactly a bonding thing. Yeah, they know? haven't had that. Uh, spend twelve hours on a bus together and yeah. Uh, get get to know each other. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those things that I'm sure a lot of them are looking forward to it. Um, and you know, you, you know, these Wildcats fans are, you know, the parents, the family and friends, they're going to be well traveled too. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be probably some some a lot of uh, a lot of uh, representation. Uh, but uh, we can't really look ahead to that because that's no. uh, that's next week's show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, no, honestly, getting back to that Charlottetown game, you know, three and three, just empty the tank. Yeah. Uh, empty the tank, and you'll have your month. Probably you'll have your Monday off, and then you're you're back at practice on Tuesday. So um, that's that's all you can really hope for. Uh, but it, these are going to be tough games. Uh, but you want to get off to it in a. a you want to get off to a win, and uh, you know, win the first game and see where 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 the other two take you. I don't want to get into goaltending, but I'm going to kind of get in there. This is a big weekend for Philion. He's he's gonna be in maybe two of these games. Um, you know this is a this is a big weekend. He's had the early season struggles, and we talked about it last week. If it's a a confidence in the in the other guy, or if it's a, a Philly on slow start, you know, Couture went back to back. Um, he I mean he earned it with a forty two save performance in St. John, but you know I think of of guys that kind of have you know not something to prove, but I mean. Philion's kind of got a, I mean, it's, this isn't a, don't hear what I'm not saying. This isn't a make or break thing for Philion, but I mean, he's, 
he knows that he's he this is three and three. He's gonna play at least one of these games going forward. Mm-hmm. Which if I had to bet, I'd yeah. probably guess the home game against Cape Breton. Well, it depends. Um, you know, they're clearly in a situation where I think what they're doing right now is they're doing that win and you're in. Yep. And, you know, Couture won against St. John, so he's going to he's he got that next game. He got that uh, Sunday afternoon game against Rouen. Um, so if that's the case, then we probably see Philly on Friday night. Is it fr- Thursday or Friday? Friday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Friday, Friday Saturday, Sunday, right? Um yeah, so we probably see Philia on uh, on Friday night. Yeah, and uh, and then a Couture, and then depends. We'll see what, where that goes. Right? And I mean, this is a situation where at best this team is four and six coming out of the month of October. Um, they've been mm-hmm. in most every game. They haven't been really blown out. I guess we'll see what happens with the Islanders, who look pretty strong on on, on the ice as well as paper, but. I mean, at worst, this team is four and seven. Uh, you know, this is kind of right where we thought they'd be, winning games against Cape Breton that they need to that they need to win, and being in these battles against the Bathurst, the St. Johns, the Halifaxes, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, there's. Um, I-, I wish they'd start to win some games in regulation. Yeah. Um, these uh, these shootouts are uh, getting a little ridiculous. Good for our Instagram. Um, you know, yeah, you know they're they're getting they're just winning these games in regulation by the skin of their teeth, and then yeah. if they can't win in regulation, they're winning in shootouts, and you know, or or as Briar calls them on the uh, Bathurst uh, social media, the skills competition. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, you know it's I'd like to see them put start putting some teams away in, in sixty minutes and not have to get us into that free hockey. Um, because it's, you know, you're not going <laughs> to – I understand a shootout win is as, as, as in points-wise as, as good as just a regulation win. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're, you're going to start uh, – the disadvantage of shootouts is you're going to start to – there's going to be a lot of video on your on your goalies and uh, yeah. the other teams are going to pick up shooters. on that, right? So yeah. it's uh, – you want, you want to start putting some of these teams away in, uh, in regulation. Yep, I uh, you know it's you're you're bang on because uh, OJ started he tried that same move uh, against Richard there and he was able to to stop him so um, and he can't keep going with the same three guys you you try and mix it up but eventually you keep trying to win these games and like you said I mean a point is a point and you know if we keep winning in shootouts we're gonna be pumped because we're getting that extra point that means we're getting two points moving up the standings but at some point you kind of want to see this team. Get a lead, put a team away, maybe a, you know, four two, and just they hold on four two all the way through the third period and and get out with two points. But uh, it's not going to be easy this week against Halifax, Cape Breton, and Charlottetown in three in three. At least they're all seven p.m. starts, so we don't have this four p.m. less than twenty four hour thing. But the Islanders do play that, so um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see the the Halifax game will set the tone because. I know that uh, Lacroix was not happy with the game in in Moncton here against Halifax, so they're gonna a couple days off. They should be ready to go um, as we get into as we get into Halifax and that team. I mean, Denway had what five points, Larue had six. So that top line yeah. may just want to pay attention to that top line, right? You're you're gonna want to 
cover them, I think, maybe. Yeah. It might be put, a good... Put uh, a guy on that one. A good game plan. Yep. There um, but yeah, no, that, those... It's... Uh, we're seeing the... Uh, what what the part of that, of that trade that kind of sucked, right? So... But, um, you know, they're, they're putting up numbers they should be putting up. It's, yeah. You know, these are two two really good players. Um, you know, I know LaRue will probably get his, uh, probably get a World Junior invite. I don't know about Denoyer, but. Uh, if he keeps going you know, the way he is, he might earn it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we'll uh, based on, on how he's, this kind of season he's having so far, he I think he deserves an invite, but uh, we'll we'll see. Kind of also depends on which uh, which teams don't send their guys back, right? Which NHL yeah, teams exactly. don't send their rookies back. So, all right, well, let's get to uh, everyone's favorite part. Oh my goodness! Of this is leading up everyone's favorite part of the show. Eric Murray Realty, buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. So shocking! Uh, we're going back to the uh, <laughs> the restaurant food. Uh... <laughs> Couldn't stay away for that long. Everyone's going to think I'm a gigantic pig, but <laughs> I usually like to eat out once a week to see yeah, yeah. Um, to see what's um, what's out there, right? right. Um, Mary Brown's. You ever been to Mary Brown's before? Yes, I have. So I decided to go to Mary Brown's for the first time on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, their taters the best. Oh yeah, so good. Yes, so good. Um, well, if you take a tater poutine okay really uh it's it oh my god um the, so the mary brand's tater poutine <laughs> top three i've ever had top wow three. yeah like it is and he doesn't take this level. lightly ladies and gentlemen he is a poutine connoisseur so when he says top it three next level poutine um you know, I, I I don't know why I'd never been there before. Um, I'm not a big fan of the, you know, the whole chicken sandwich thing. But yeah. um, the whole Big Mary wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, it was okay. It wasn't fantastic. I know that's like their signature sandwich. But yeah. the tater poutine is to die for. Like, it is a masterful piece of art. Um, I don't know what kind of seasonings they put on these taters, but holy crap, <laughs> they are, it blew me away. I right. was, uh, there's not a lot of poutine that makes me want to go back, you know, go back for more. Um, but I will definitely be back for some of this tater poutine. Um, that, that one I had from smokes. I mean, it's, it, it was good, but still just a basic tater poutine from Mary Brown's so much better. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's my, my stick tap food, uh, expertise, uh, everything into one. Hopefully it's not food next week. Um, (laughs) because, uh, I need to start uh, getting back on the, uh, on the non food stick taps. taps. Yeah. (laughs) Cause there's a lot out there that I'm, uh, I should be focusing on, but, uh, I just forget to write it down and, uh, happens. I just had a dream today about my poutine, and I figured I'd uh, <laughs> drop that today as my stick tap. So there like you go. It. I respect More it. Food. The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. 
If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. Well, I may may have to go there for dinner because I don't think we have anything going on for dinner after we record there, so maybe I'll take a trip and uh, get the... uh... The tater poutine from uh, from your expertise. Uh, so I, thank you for that. <laughs> no, hey, Brian. Honestly, uh, it's it's really freaking good. Uh, it's one of those things that you could. I, I could have eaten just that. I didn't need the chicken sandwich. Right. So just right. Uh, just the tater poutine would have uh, you know would have done it for me. Nice. All right. Well, that brings us to the Rosemarylands. Wildcast Wildcat of the Week. She's back for another year sponsoring us, and they got a very special discount right now, 15% for all healthcare workers and first responders. Just go to rosemarylynnmassage.business.site. Download the coupon until January 1st, 2022. Um, and if, you want to, if you're not a first responder or a healthcare worker and you do need a massage, two ways you can do it. You can phone her at 506-830-1224 or continue to stay tuned into this show weekly as we're going to give away a coupon this month coming up in the month of November. The Wildcast Wildcat of the Week goes to a player that uh, had a little bit of a slow start, uh, but over the weekend he was a player that we expected to see. He had three points in the last two games, so a two-game point streak. A goal in St. John, two assists against Renarenda, including the uh, the shot that Jake ended up putting in the net to tie the game with the scramble. Uh, so your Rosemary Lynn Massage Wildcast Wildcat of the Week is number 49, uh, Maxime Barbashev. That's it, man. That'll do it. We made it through three straight weeks of uh, phone calls, which, hey, we're still getting to talk about hockey. So there is a small silver lining. Yeah, you're right. And even if we're, uh, even if this circuit breaker is still going on next yeah. week, I don't give a flying F. I'm going to be in that seat next to you next week. I'll shove a swab up my nose before I walk in your house just to make sure I don't have the vid. And we'll uh, we'll document. We'll make sure that we have your uh, contact information just in case uh, just in case something goes wrong. But it is a big weekend for the Wildcats coming up again. Three and three. Uh, like we said, we're going to learn a lot about this team not only in the next two weeks, but very first in this uh, first three and three uh, with two on the road. So don't forget to get your tickets for the Remembrance Day game uh, this Friday against the yeah. They put that up on the banners. You're leaving. They got two home games. Friday, this Friday, October 29th against Cape Breton, or November 12th. So you you kind of got to go before because okay. they go on that three that long yeah, road trip, yeah, right? So I, I know yeah, we both right. looked at each other like, huh? But I guess you got to do it before. You can't really do it after. So uh, it is oh, a Remembrance Day game. So head to Ticketmaster, get your tickets this Friday versus the Eagles. Thanks everyone for their continued support, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.